Welcome to another edition of From the Frontlines, where we discuss both the day-to-day and one-of-a-kind issues facing real estate managers. Our topic today is scaling up operations. I'm here with Bob Asoyan, CPM and EVP of Hifman National. Thanks for being here, Bob. Uh, thanks, Suzanne. It's uh, my pleasure to, to be with you today. So as we're moving forward here in 2022, some property management firms are really scaling up their operations either as a result of the pandemic or for other business reasons. Bob, what do you see as some of the opportunities and some of the challenges in scaling up operations? You know, at Hiffman, we've uh, we've had a lot of growth uh, over the last 10, 12 years. Um, we've gone from a company that has represented less than 10 million feet to now over 100 million square feet. And from a company that mostly focused in the greater Chicagoland market, then to the Midwest. And as of today, we're operating in, uh, we're managing properties in 28 different states. So we have seen a lot of growth um, and we see some great opportunities to continue that growth. And we've we've now uh, truly getting to be a national firm with uh, new satellite offices that we've opened up really in some key real estate towns across the country. Um, opportunities, we, we know, I think we're, you know, there's a, there's a spot for the alternative third-party management company, and that's what I believe Hiffman is. Um, we compete with all the great multinationals or great competitors in our space, and yet we look at our firm as being, um, you know, and we're too, we're too uh, large to be called the boutique, but we look at our services as being very customizable, very client-centric, um, not just one way of doing thing and being different in a good way than maybe the commodity piece of the business that so many uh, people consider property management. And, and I, I will take that back. You know, I've been, I've been involved with IRIM and received my CPM designation back in 1991. So I'm dating myself, but I was on the ownership side of the, the business for my first 10 years in commercial real estate. And I really, really look at uh, how to offer that ownership's viewpoint being something different than just doing the day-to-day and really trying to be the best customizable consultant to our clients. And it really comes down to hiring the right people that want to go above and beyond and being the best firm that we could be as, as we're, we're a third-party provider. All we're selling is our people. And uh, we've had some great opportunities as we scaled in other cities. We've had our clients come to us and say, we love what you did in the Chicago market. Can you help us in this city or that city? And our clients have been so good to us. You know, Every year, over 75% of our new business comes from existing client growth. And they're asking us to open up in some other cities and deliver the same service level of, again, one step more than the commodity piece of this business to help them address, you know, some very challenging issues in the last couple of years, especially with the office business and COVID and retail. Um, and, and, you know, we touch all product types except multifamily. And there's been certainly challenges in office Uh, and the retail world. And we work really hard to come up with those solutions to help our asset manager clients. Uh, Their jobs have gotten harder and they are looking 
more and more to have service providers that are there to help them do their jobs better and smarter. And I, I think that's really our approach as we as we've grown, uh, not just in the Midwest, but across the U.S. Well, it sounds like you're doing things right. What about mistakes? What are some mistakes or a mistake that either you made when scaling up or that you've seen other firms make when growing operations? You know, I think we really, we before we really pushed our expansion, uh, we really looked at making sure people understood what the Hitman brand meant. Because we want the tenants to feel something when they see managed by Hifman on the door. So we put a lot of investment in people and processes and systems in our management operating platform. Um, so there's consistency across cities. Uh, we've invested in training resources, um, mostly all internal, so we could train and coach our employees um, and I think that's the big part of, of trying to grow is hiring that right type of person um, that wants to be part of something different, but wants to take that one extra step as a service provider. You know, I think the, 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 the challenge is sometimes people just grow for the sake of growing. And I, I think we want to, we really try to grow smart and not try to be the everything to everybody in every city in the country. That's not what we're trying to be. Um, we'll let some others try to take that position, but for clients that want, that like our customizable, little more entrepreneurial approach to property management, that's who we wanna work for. So, but we really have invested in process, training and platform, but with the different twist in it, because we also want to uh, attract and retain people that want to tell us what we could be doing differently. So we don't think we have all the answers. We want our people to, we want to hire smart people so they could make us smarter and our clients could see different viewpoints. Uh, and we see a lot of value in the people side of this business that I think our approach is a little different. And uh, we think that's a good thing. And did you find that as you grew, that growth of operations impacted your company culture at all? And if so, how? You know, we certainly, we spend a lot of time planning and talking and working on the culture. And I, you know, in many ways, even local companies have really had to reinvent some of their culture with a, with a partly hybrid workforce during COVID um, or whether they're in multiple cities. But, but we work really hard to, with a, we have a culture committee at our firm. We want people that are sitting in Tulsa and Oklahoma City and Texas and Florida that are HIFMAN employees to feel like they're sitting in our home office in Chicago and frequently are talking to them, doing video calls with them, but also getting involved in some of the fun. We're trying to replicate the chit chat around the water cooler that so many uh, cannot do today. And you can't do that as easily remotely, but we put a lot of emphasis in that and we work really hard um, uh, to maintain that culture because we think being the, you know, the big boutique firm, um, we need to have the people wanting to get out of bed, to be excited about that doing what they're doing and really bring the passion for the career of property management. I like to say you can manage buildings at so many different companies, but we think we're a great balance of letting that entrepreneurial spirit come from our people, while at the same time having 
a process and systems and consistencies of building a brand. So working really hard every day to have that balance. You may have touched on these a bit, but what are those intangibles that you believe have contributed to success? Or if you were to recommend to another firm who's seeing this kind of growth, what are those intangibles that you look for that can help you be successful? You know, I'd start with, I'd start with the first is really know what you're selling, right? What's, what's the different, what's your differentiator? Um, many times the commercial property management firms could sound similar. So I think understanding your brand and what's your difference, what are you selling that maybe is different than the other firms that clients are talking to? So having that down pat, um, I think investing in platform and process consistency, again, it's a balance of the, the, the bureaucracy of a giant manual, but letting people feel entrepreneurial and empowered um, so I think that's important. And then I like to say we we put a lot of emphasis in hiring for the cultural fit, um, not just on the resume, because we we think how our clients, whether they're owner clients or our tenants, um, really need to have that cultural fit with our staff and the passion for what we do in this business. And finally, Bob, if you could provide one piece of advice to anyone who's growing their operations right now or seeking to grow, what would that advice be? You know, I would say, I would say Suzanne, that um, be smart about your growth. Uh, be strategic about it. Don't grow for the sake of growing. And I'm a big believer that you should be honest uh, with if a client calls you up and it's not in your wheelhouse, uh, be honest with them because I think that builds much longer lasting client relationships than always coming across as a salesperson. Um, so, you know, we have a saying here, trusted to do what, what we say we're going to do. So we, we say yes to a client that we, when we, we, when they asked us for to do business, if we believe we could deliver the same results, whether it's in our backyard here in suburban Chicago in our headquarters, or it's in one of the other States where we do our business. And uh, I think honesty is, is still a great policy. And uh, I think clients appreciate that you may not be the solution to every single asset in every city they have. And I think that's what builds long relationships and repeat business with clients. And I think that's been a big part of, of our story and our growth over the 10 years that I've been running this department at the firm. That's great advice, Bob, and should really help others think about these things as they continue to grow. Thank you so much for your time today. Hey, I really appreciate uh, talking to you, Suzanne. Thank you. Thank you. Visit irem.org for more knowledge to take on real estate management's most dynamic challenges. That's www.irem.org.